Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Of my message this morning is the most high frequency. The most high frequency. Uh, for those of you uh, that listened in school and studied in school, I, I didn't have an aptitude problem. Mine was more an attitude problem. <laughs> aptitude was, was always, in fact, I think because I had great aptitude, it kind of had a lackluster attitude because I could just turn up to a test without studying and, and do really well. Um, which didn't help me. So I never forget uh, having to take a letter home after two previous warnings from my principal saying to my parents that I do not take school seriously and it's better that I leave school uh, rather than they expel me. So I left school before I got to graduate my higher school certificate. And, uh, but I remember reading the letter thinking, my God, are you serious? There are people who take school seriously? Because for me, school was I had a captive audience where I could just go into entertain mode. I, and I just assumed everybody loved it. And I thought, hey, we're all getting along. I'm making everybody laugh. Sure, you're not able to teach your lesson. But look how much everyone was having a good time. Like, if anything, you should be paying me. And, uh, but no, they, they gave me the left boot of fellowship. And so out I went. But I do remember in physics class that we learned about, about sound. We learned about sound. And sound travels in waves called sound waves. And those waves, depending on the size of the waves, are measured in frequencies. And frequencies are measured in, you know, hertz or, you know, kilohertz, megahertz, and, uh, you know, or decibels. Uh, and so today I, I want to kind of introduce you to the fact that heaven has a frequency. Heaven has a frequency. So we're going to do something fun. We're going to play three uh, clips from these are just random I just got them on YouTube and the, these are these are frequencies that the human ear picks up and so what I'm going to ask you to do is if you hear the sound when we hit play I want you to stand to your feet to acknowledge yes I can hear that sound so let's go ahead and play the first one and if you hear it just respond by standing to your feet Okay, very good. So just so you know, this, this one here is uh, how many hertz? It's 8,000 hertz. So at that level of frequency, everybody can hear it. So go ahead and sit down. Now we're going to play the next one. So let's play the second one. If you hear it, stand. All right, you little show-offs. I can't hear it, just so you know. <laughs> so when I was putting this together, stay standing. When I was putting this together at home, uh, I press play and I'm like, oh my God, something's wrong with my, my, my computer. So I'm hitting the volume and the volume's full. And then my wife who's in the kitchen goes, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm putting my message together. I think the thing's broken. She goes, look at the dogs. Look at the dogs are running around in circles. And then I realized this one is if you're over 40, you can't hear it. If you're over 40, you can't hear this one. All right, go ahead and grab a seat. I'm hitting volume. The dogs are losing their minds. 
And my wife, who's 46, could hear it. No, she's 49. Don't tell her that. 32. I said she was 32, okay, if you hear me. No wonder she could hear it. No wonder she could hear it. Okay. Uh, all right, now, now the, the, the last one. Go ahead and play that one. Oh, you guys are show-offs right now. This one is kind of, it's, it's like a, a, a 25 and younger. So how amazing are you? Hey? Your wife's a little cradle snatcher, isn't she? It's revealing your age. You train them when they're young. I like the way you think. Yeah, he's just a 25-year-old whippersnapper. Isn't that amazing that, that you know, as we age, the, the frequencies that we respond to and can pick up, you know, kind of shift and alter. So I want to show you this has, uh, because the, the, did you know there's two words for life in, in, in the Greek? There's two words for life. One is Zoe, which is my daughter, Zoe. When Jesus says um, in John 10, 10, the thief has come to steal, kill and destroy, but I have come that you may have Zoe, I, may, I come that you may have life and life more abundantly. The Zoe life is the life that is full, exuberant, abundant, flourishing life, unhindered, unencumbered. But there's another word in, in the Greek and throughout the scriptures for life, and it's the word bios, B-I-O-S, bios. It's where we get the word biology, which is the study of you know, life, plant life, animal life, organic life, bios, biology. So when, when, when you hear people say, when you hear people say that, well, you know, oh, yeah, you've got your religion. I'm a person of science. Just say, no, 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 darling, you're, you're just a little behind the science. Because the same God that created the Zoe life, that died to give us the Zoe life, is the same author of the bios life. If you read your Bibles, which we always encourage, by the way, in, in Genesis 1, the same God that created the heavens and the earth, the same God that created the land and the sea, the same God that created the plants, the trees, the same God that created the fish, the birds, the fowl, the same God that created the beasts and the animals, the same God that created bios is the same God that wrote the scriptures. And so the bios always complements. There is no contradiction in God. God is not bipolar. He is not schizophrenic. So you will find that biology and Bible always confirm one another and science and scripture always confirm. If someone says, I have a science that contradicts the scripture, just tell them that you're a little bit wet behind the ears, but don't worry, you'll catch up with, with the rest of everybody else because science and scripture come from the same God as does biology and Bible, just to make that clear. So, so, so we, know, we know that sound travels in waves. We know that sound travels in waves. So come with me, Isaiah chapter six, Isaiah chapter six, this is what it says in uh, Isaiah 6, 1 to 3. Title of this message, The Most High Frequency. It says, in the year that King Uzziah died, in the midst of a national tragedy, the, the, Uzziah was an extraordinary king, a great king. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne. It's always a, it's always a great thing. The prophet Isaiah says, in the midst of mourning, in the midst of weeping, in the midst of a procession where they were burying the, the, the body of this great king in Israel, in Jerusalem. In the midst of all of that, Isaiah the prophet sees amongst the weeping and the mourning and the pain, he sees the Lord and he sees him high and lifted up. Sometimes 
we can forget, we can look at what we lost and what's going on in the economy and tragedy around us and forget that there's a Lord seated on the throne and He's high and He's lifted up and the train of His robe fills the temple. The Bible says, and the train of His robe filled the temple with glory. And it says, and above it, even above that, above His throne stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two, he covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew. And one cried to another, one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The whole earth is full of his glory. Point number one, I want you to understand that heaven has a frequency. Heaven has a frequency. As I, began to, as I began to look at this scripture, I used to think that the angels kind of had like this little script. And the little script was because God is a trinity, they had to say, holy, 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. And they just all happened to say it in unison. But, but God got me to, to kind of dig a little bit deeper. And the, the, the inference in the Hebrew isn't that each seraphim together in unison are saying, holy, 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 all three. The, 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 the seraphim fly around the throne and they call out to one another. In fact, they call one another up. They, they keep one another constant where one says holy and the other seraphim over here echoes holy and the other seraphim over here says holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy. The, the angels carry a frequency in heaven. They're not just receivers of that frequency. They're transmitters of that. See, they, they, they communicate. They, 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 there's a frequency in heaven that they carry. Lucifer, Lucifer, it was very, very easy. The Bible says, and Lucifer lost his place in heaven. How did he lose his place? He lost his place. How? How did he lose his place? The, the frequency was interrupted. Because when one said, holy, holy, hang on, what was the gap? Holy, holy, Lucifer had he'd stopped honoring God. He'd stopped worshiping God. If you read Isaiah 14, it says that he, he himself wanted to be worshiped. He retracted his holy. He, he broke with the frequency of heaven and lost his place. He lost his place. But I want you to understand that when he came into the earth, he came carrying his own frequency, carrying a different frequency. If you want to listen to, you know, Kogo, or if you want to listen to, you know, a Christian radio station, you, 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 you get, you got to dial in the right frequency. If you don't dial in the right frequency, you'll, you know, you just think, well, I'm just going to turn the radio on. Especially, you know, have you ever gone in a rental car and, you know, you, you, you start the thing up and you, whatever the person before, you know, you know, it's like... This, you know, hypnotic dance music or sometimes you get in. And you're like, what the heck? And, and you know, you're trying to change the channel. And uh, I like big bucks and I cannot. It's like, hang on. Whoa, change that. And, uh, you know, you're trying to, because it's a different frequency. If you want to hear, you know, Christian or if you want to hear country rock, whatever you want to hear, you've got to get the right frequency. It's the same with heaven. Heaven has a frequency, but the earth has a frequency. The earth has a frequency. We, 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 we see this, we see this, that, that, that Lucifer doesn't, he wants the earth to break with heaven. He wants the earth to break with heaven. So there's a, in the book of Job in the Old Testament, 
Job chapter 1 says that, that Satan comes before God. And God says, where have you come from? It's really interesting. The Bible says there was a day where all the angels presented themselves before God and Satan also snuck in amongst them. And God just goes, where have you come from? How, how did God know that he was distinct from all the others? Because he was carrying a different frequency. He says, where have you come from? He says, I've come from the earth, traveling back and forth and going to and fro upon it. And God says, earth, huh? Have you considered my servant Job? None like him. He fears God, shuns evil. Magnificent man. And Satan goes, does Job fear God for nothing? The only reason he worships you is because you've blessed the work of his hands. If you take away the blessing, if you take away all the stuff, he only worships you because you've blessed him. And God says, you idiot, I bless him because he worships. And he says, no way, no, 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 no. He worships because of the blessing. God says, no, 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 the blessing is because he worships. And, God, and so Satan says, all right, let's, let's have a bet. I bet if I can take away all his blessing, he will surely curse you to your face. So God says, all right, his life's in your hands, but you can't take it. So Satan goes out and in one day destroys all of Job's businesses, destroys all of Job's crops. Doesn't just leave it to the crops, but destroys the barns that held the crop, sends, sends a, a plague and sends a fire. And then all of his servants are wiped out by, by these marauding raiders that come in and murder all of his servants. And it doesn't get better it gets worse satan because the bible calls him the cruel one wipes out all 10 of job's children he has seven sons and three daughters the end of the day has has the the, the home collapse and a fire broke out has has job pulling the, the charred corpses of his of his children digging 10 graves standing over the graves weeping with one report after another that everything you have job is gone everything you have your business is gone your livestock's gone your cattle gone everything's gone your harvest is gone the barns are, in one day everything's wiped out and Satan is like here it comes here it comes here it comes and Job chapter 1 finishes that the Job after digging the graves collapses puts on sackcloth and ashes which is the the the, the uh, clothing of mourning and the Bible says and worships Job chapter 2 Satan comes again before God and says, an eye for an eye. And God's like, did you see? You put my hand against him and look at him. He did not charge me with evil, but continue to worship. And Satan says, an eye for an eye. That's what humans are like. They don't care what happens around them. They only care what happens to them. You let me put pain on him. And in pain, he will surely curse you to your face. And God says, you can put pain on him, but you can't take his life. And so... The Bible says that, that Job gets hit with sickness after sickness, so much so that his, his immune system is so depleted, it's so compromised that his, bo his body begins to break out in boils, just his body trying to cope with, with the wave of illnesses and sicknesses. So that we find Job sitting again with a broken piece of pottery, scraping the boils from his skin. His wife comes to him and she says, why do you hold fast to your integrity? Look around you. Why don't you just curse God and die? We can't blame Mrs. Job. She's, she's lost 10 children that she, she nursed at her breast, that she raised, that she bounced on her knee. 
The photo albums are now just memories. And she's in pain. Hurting people hurt people. Grieving people speak. People in pain speak painful words. And Job turns and he says, sweetheart, you're hurting, but you're speaking as the foolish women. Should I only worship God in the good? Should I not also worship him in evil days? Even though I don't understand. This is what he says. Even though I don't understand. Even if he was to slay me, I still trust him. Even if he was to slay me, yet will I serve him. Job was saying, I will worship God, not just when I understand what's happening, not just when I'm experiencing sunshine, rainbows, and lollipops, but I'll also worship him in the dark. I'll worship him in the difficult. I worship him when I don't see because I know he is good. I know he is good. Did you know there are 42 chapters in the book of Job? And after Job makes that statement, Satan, where'd you go? Oh, you, you, you're all, all over the front of the Bible, all over the front of the, of the book of Job. How come we don't see your ugly head again? We, 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 don't, we don't see your little, oh, I can't say those words, but anyway, we don't see your, uh... he completely vanishes. He doesn't, because he can't stand against the man or the woman that says, come hell or high water, I will not break frequency. I will not break frequency with heaven. Even though I don't understand, I'm going to stay connected to heaven. The Bible says at the end of, of the last book, because, you know, he has these three friends who come and they say to Job, 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 it's sin in your life. The reason all this has happened is because you, there's sin and, and you, you're, you're, you've violated God's laws. And Job's like, dude, I'm telling you, there's, there's nothing. And they're like, oh, you're, you're proud and arrogant. The fact that you would even have the audacity to say that you've got no sin. You know, that's pride and that's a bigger sin. I mean, that's a tough one. When someone comes up to you and says, man, you got pride. If you go, no, I don't. Well, you just admitted it. <laughs> and if you go, yeah, you're right. And then you admitted it as well. So you can't win. So how, what do you say? It's real simple. I figured it out. If someone comes up and says, hey, you got pride. Just say this, go, yeah, but I'm not proud of it. <laughs> anyway. They used to always get me at Bible college. So, so anyway, so, so these three, three friends, they just, they, he's hurting and they're railing on him saying it's all your fault because of your sin. And he's like, guys, I'm telling you, there's nothing I've done. There's nothing. I, I feel like I'm still connected with heaven's frequency. So the Bible says in, in Job 42, God says to Job, Job, your three friends are under my judgment because they did not speak what was right about me to you. He says, so I want you to pray for them. Hey, hang on, whoa, 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 hang on, God. Um, we have a pastoral care department. We have a pastoral care department. And we didn't get the hurting people to pray for the people who, we, we get the, to pray for the hurting people. He's like, yeah, let me tell you, this is how heaven works. Different frequency, different frequency. He says, Job, you're the hurting one. They have done wrong. They're under my judgment. I need you to forgive them and pray for them. And the Bible says, and when Job prayed for the friends and forgave them, it says, then the Lord blessed Job with double for his trouble and extended his life another 70 years. So he saw five generations of his children. Everything that he lost came back double. 
double the, the income, double the livestock, double the sheep, double the oxen, double the camel, double the donkeys, double the, 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 the crops, double the, the, the farms, double the, in fact, and God gave him seven more sons and three more daughters. And he saw their, their generations, five generations, so much so that Mrs. Job, the Bible says, died full of years and full of joy. Everything that was taken because he prayed for his friend. But you know, in, if you read the story, which we always encourage, Job was not privy to the conversation. The, the conversation in heaven was, Has you, have you considered my, my servant Job? He fears God and shuns evil. And the Bible says, because Job refused, because he refused, to blame God and refuse to slander God because he refused to, to come out of that frequency and come into this frequency, God was able to bless him and bring restoration. You and I live in the earth that carries a frequency. It carries a frequency. So let me go to point number two. Point number two is you reflect the, the frequency that you live under. You reflect the, 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 the frequency you live under. Uh, how many people know the Bible calls the angels the holy angels? You know, Jesus says, I tell you the truth, uh, these little children that you're driving away from me, I tell you the truth, their holy angels see the face of my heavenly Father every day. So don't you be despising little kids or think that they're worthless. The kingdom belongs to such as these. Jesus says, I tell you the truth, when one sinner repents, there is more rejoicing in the presence of my Father and the holy angels. Jesus is at the end of the age. At the end of the age, the holy angels will come and separate the sheep from the goats. In the, in the holy angels. Well, how do they become holy? How do they maintain holy? Because we know that there are unholy angels. We know there are fallen angels that are evil angels. It's very, very simple. All the angels that, that keep worshiping holy, holy, holy. They call one another. They can, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. Holy, holy. And they carry the frequency. They carry the frequency of heaven. Therefore, when we worship, the earth is never more like heaven than when she worships. I want you to understand the devil does not want you to understand the power of worship. When you worship, the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. What does that mean? It means when your worship goes up, you're, you're in a frequency where all of a sudden God begins to inhabit. Just like you got to tune in to get the right FM station, in the same way, as worship is the way that earth dials into the heavenly frequency that's where miracles flow that's where friday night was extraordinary when 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 uh, pastor bill john johnson finished and he he was so vulnerable he was like the alabaster jar he just broke it open talked about the, the the death of his wife and he says you know you know he loved his beautiful wife benny and when she died he said he knew he'd never he'd never get that moment back the first five minutes the pain the grief the loss you know, he said, you know, the hope that he'd always hoped right up to her last breath that she was going to be healed. And then she passed and he knew he'd never get these five minutes back. And he said, so right there, I lifted my hands and I just began to worship. He said, and I began to just give God thanks and praise for the gift that my wife, and he, and I'm, you know, I wasn't crying. You were crying. What do you mean? Anyway, and so, but you could, you could feel, you could feel. So the service finishes. And I get up and I'm like, the service isn't finished. And they're like, yeah, it's red letters up there. It's red numbers up there. I'm like, yeah, I know it's red numbers up there, but the service ain't finished. So I'm kind of, you know, stepping. What I didn't want to do was be a Peter. You know, you know, remember Peter when Jesus was transfigured on the mountain? And Peter's always got to talk. He doesn't know how to be in the moment. 
And so I'm determined I'm not going to talk and ruin the moment, you know, like I've got to just follow the Holy Ghost lead. And I'm, Dr. Matt's on the front row going, you know, like, how are you going to lead this? I'm like, I just follow. He's the leader. He's, I'm, I'm not the senior pastor, really, of, of the wagon. He's the senior pastor. I'm the, just the associate. I just do whatever he tells me. And so Peter's, you know, on the mountain. He says, Lord, this is good for us to be here. Let's make three tabernacles, one for you, one for Elijah, one for Moses. And Jesus like, oh, my. And then a cloud has to overshadow them. And, and then, you know, a voice comes out of the cloud. This is my son. Listen to him. You know, and then, you know, Peter's like, anyway. So I didn't want to do it. But there, there was this beautiful, beautiful presence. So the angels, the angels are holy because of what they worship because of the frequency that they tune in. I've never seen somebody backslide and their life get better. I've yet to meet somebody that says, you know, man, look at you. Oh my gosh, your, 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 ma- your marriage is incredible. And your, fi- your finances and ma- your life. Oh my gosh, what is it? Well, you know, I left church. <laughs> never seen it. I've seen the opposite again and again and again. It's because you, you, th- th- there's a frequency in heaven. There's a frequency in the earth. You, you see this when, when the angels come. Whenever the angels come, Gideon, Gideon is threshing wheat in a wine press in order to hide it from the Midianites. Because the Bible says the Midianites would come in as numerous as the locusts and, and leave Israel impoverished, devour all the crops, destroy everything, leave no sustenance for Israel. And here is Gideon. He's hiding in a wine press, he's hiding in dysfunction because a wine press is meant to make wine and you make bread, wheat, in, in a barn and on a threshing floor. But he's trying to thresh wheat in a wine press. He's settled for living in dysfunction because hope has been shattered and dashed all his life. All his life, all he's known is poverty. And the angel of the Lord comes to him and says, Gideon, you mighty man of valor. And Gideon's, are you talking to me? You can't be talking to me. You talking to me? I just had a double decaf coffee with artificial sweetener. He didn't say that. I just said that because I like the New York accent. Are you talking to me? What's the matter with you? And the angel looks at him. Gideon, Gideon right there. If you took a snapshot of Gideon and posted it on Instagram, it does not look like mighty man of valor the Lord is with him. He looks like hiding in a wine press with a myopic, self-serving, self-centered, small-minded, dysfunctional vision. But the angel comes from heaven. He comes from a different frequency. You'll always find the angels call you up. You'll find the spirit of the world and Lucifer is always trying to pull you down. He's always trying to say, you're no good. You're hopeless. You're a failure. Look at you. You're in dysfunction. You're in denial. You're no good. You're break with the earthly frequency, come into alignment. I mean, you see with Daniel, Daniel, greatly beloved, Mary, blessed and highly favored are you amongst women. Whenever the angels come, they carry a different frequency. They carry a word. They, they never come with condemnation. They always come with hope. They always, they carry faith. They, we, we need to carry, let's have a look at this. Acts chapter two, Acts chapter two, Acts chapter two, Acts chapter two, verses one and two. This is, this is powerful. It says, when the day of Pentecost, if we can throw it up on the screen, when the day of Pentecost, have a look at this. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Go to verse 2. Watch this. And suddenly, everyone say suddenly. And suddenly there came a... Hang on. What are we talking about today? 
frequencies. Suddenly there came a sound from Madagascar. No, Alabama. No, hang on. Where's it come from? There came a sound from There came a sound from heaven. There came a, it was the day of Pentecost. They were in an upper room. They were all in one accord and they were praying. They were in prayer. They separated themselves. They're in a place and now they could hear a sound that did not come from the earth. It came from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled the whole house where they were sitting. The Bible says, and then tongues of fire came upon each of them and they began to speak in heavenly languages. They began to speak in other tongues as the Holy Spirit enabled them. Jesus says, I want you to wait in Jerusalem. You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost, the power, the power came upon them through the, when, when, I want you to understand the reason we say, hey, now that you're saved, it's not just time to sit on your, your on, on your, your, your your little fufu and 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 and. No, no, we, we want you to understand that's the beginning. That's not the end. That's the beginning. The next thing, God wants to get you baptized with the Holy Ghost. Why baptize with the Holy Ghost? So you can walk in power. What do you mean power? Because we fight against invisible, we fight against angels and demons. We fight against spiritual forces of evil, wickedness in heavenly places. And so whenever you pray in tongues, you are, you are praying in the frequency of heaven. When you're in the frequency of heaven, you get heavenly results. Jesus said to his disciples, you know, when you pray, say, our Father who art in heaven. What's the next line? Say it again. Hallowed be thy name. What's hallowed mean? It means holy. Interesting. The angels say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. Holy is your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as how, how does it, it, it acknowledges the one who sits on the throne, but then, then the key is released. When you, when you join the angels, holy, hallowed be thy name. Holy, when you, when you come into alignment, isn't it interesting that when someone, oh, Buddha, when someone, ah, oh, Confucius, ah, oh, Allah. Have you noticed they don't do that? This one name given under heaven by which men can be saved. And isn't it amazing? Satan tries to throw as much mud on it as he can. He tries to defile it as much as he can because he knows that the name of Jesus, the Bible says that the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue confess. The Bible says, in my name, you'll cast out demons. In my name, you'll heal the sick. In my name. And they marveled that the demons submitted in your name. And watch what Jesus says. The disciples come back. Master, the demons submit to us in your name. And Jesus says, don't rejoice that the demons submit, but rather rejoice that your name is written in heaven. In other words, don't, 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 don't rejoice in the fact that you have authority over the demonic. Rather rejoice that you get that authority because of your connection to the heavenly frequency, your alignment with the heavenly frequency. I remember years ago when I was a youth pastor, we had all kinds of kids getting saved and some were, you know, had been messing with Ouija boards and the occult and one guy was actually a, a Satan worshiper and he got saved, but man, he had some demons. And so we're casting all these demons out. And I'll never forget this, this one night, you know, he's manifesting at youth group. So they take him into my office and I'm trying to get these demons out and these demons refuse to come out. And so I'm like, you come out in the name of Jesus. He goes, no. 
And I'm like, oh, dear God. I got saved on a beach. My dad was an atheist. What do I do when the demon says no? I'm like, I, I can't recall. So, so I got a Bible. And so I made sure to close the door. So, you know, one was leaving. And it was the demon, not the demon with the person. The person wasn't leaving with the demons. I was determined. So I kind of stood up against the door and I just got my Bible. And I'm like, oh, dear God, you've got to help me. God, I, what, can you show me what to do when demons say no? And I'm going, th- I'm going through the Bible like this, and I'm waiting for God to speak to me, and nothing's coming. I'm like, come on, this is a good time to help me. This guy's got demons. And, and I'm going like this, and I'm like, come on, God, why don't you? And the demon starts growling. I'm like, shut up. You know, I'm trying to hear from, and the demon starts mumbling. So I said, will you shut up? I'm trying to hear from. And then the demon literally turns and looks at me and says, get that effing book away from me. I'm like, this book? (laughs) Oh, this book. And he starts rocking backwards and forwards and growling, saying, get that effing book away from me. Oh, you don't like this book. (laughs) So just start reading. As I start reading, it's just a psalm. I'm just reading a psalm. And he puts his hands over his ears and goes, no, no, stop it, stop it. I said, oh. I haven't even got to the New Testament. You wait till you get to Revelation. Do you know what happens to your master in Revelation chapter 20? Oh, yeah. He comes out of the abyss, and then he's thrown in the lake of burnings. And mate, when he hears this demon, all right, we're going. I said, every last one of you, out. They all left. The kid gets up. He's like, man, what just happened? It's completely free. The word carries a frequency. The word carries a frequency. The word carries a frequency. You will reflect the frequency you live under. That's why Jesus sent, God sent his word into the earth. The word has a frequency. His name has a frequency. Worship has a frequency. You unlock heaven. What do we see over a rise nights of fire? How do these miracles happen? How come, how come awakened church sees all these miracles? It's really simple. It's not because I'm so smart or I'm so brilliant. All I know is that heaven has a frequency and our entire assignment is to have a church that is in line with heaven's frequency to, to teach people to worship. You know, we, we, you may say, oh, the church had, had a conference. And yes, 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 you can call it a conference. That wasn't what it was. The church had an encounter. The church had a moment. The church had an experience. The church had an opportunity to, to come into at the beginning of the year and have a heavenly alignment to, to kind of shift the dial of your heart, shift the dial of your life into a heavenly frequency so that his power can flow. Can somebody say amen? Amen. All right, last one, point number three, if the keys can come. Point number three is what I call the most high frequency, the most high frequency. Come with me to the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 22. Hebrews 12, verse 22. This is is so powerful. And I didn't see it till we we sat down with uh, Dr. Lance Wallnow. And he was, he was talking about the church of the firstborn. I'm like, wow. And as I read it, 24 jumped out and, and punched me. So if you're born again, which we encourage, receive Jesus. Make him Lord. You'll be born again. It says, when you, come to, when you receive Jesus, you have now come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels. So when you're born again, your, your, your citizenship is now in heaven. You've come to the heavenly Jerusalem and you are surrounded by an innumerable, you can't put a number on them, angels, the angelic host. 
And you've come to the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the just men made perfect, the people that, that have, have passed from this life and now per perfect in heaven because of what Christ did. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. Now watch this. And to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel, than that of Abel. And just hang on, hang on with me. Speaks of better things than that of Abel. Who was Abel? Who, who was Abel? Okay, he was the first man who was murdered. He was the first man who was innocent and had his blood shed. Jesus is a type or a shadow or a, excuse me, Abel is a type and a shadow. Jesus is the fulfillment of Abel. Abel was an innocent man whose blood was shed. The Bible says that when Cain murdered Abel, that God came down to Cain and says, Hey, Cain, where's your brother? And Cain's like, oh, how, 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 how would I know? What am I, am I my brother's keeper? And God says, wow, you're not your brother's keeper. You're meant to be. Only a murderer says, I'm not my, he goes, what is this that I hear? Your blood, your, the earth has received your brother's blood. But it cries to me from the ground. It cries for justice. It cries that wickedness and injustice has been committed. That murder has been committed. The wicked slayed the innocent. And now it is calling for justice. Calling for justice. Uh, I met a beautiful couple who looking after orphanages in Mexico and they were telling me about one of their favorite vineyards and I think it was in the Guadalupe Valley and the vineyard is called the Suffering Vines. The Suffering Vines. And it's some of the most extraordinary wine. They were telling me all about the wine and if you know anything about wine and vineyards, the more the vines have to suffer, the greater the wine that is produced. If, 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 if the grapes have plenty water, the wine has very little flavor. But when there's a drought, when there's, when there's a frost, when there's a blight, in 2020 we had the fires. They're saying that the 2020 vintage, it'll come out around, you know, 2023, 24, 25. When that comes out, the, 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 that those grapes that survive the drought, that survive the heat, that survive the fires, will have such a potent vintage because of the suffering. I always read in the Bible and I just read over it. I just read, I just glossed over it that Jesus says the Son of Man is going to go to Jerusalem where he's going to be betrayed, handed over to the sinners, handed over to the Gentiles, you know, crucified, rising again on the third day. But this is what he always said. He says, and the Son of Man must suffer must be made to suffer and then be handed over and be crucified, but he will rise again on the third day. Now, I know that Jesus, and if you ask any religious person or any person who's had, you know, church upbringing, they'll tell you Jesus had to die on the cross for our sins. We knew that Jesus had to go to the cross. But hang on, hang on. What, 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 why, why did he have to suffer? Like, you, you know, isn't the suffering of the crucifixion enough? Why, 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 why did he have to be wept? Why did he have to be beaten and spat upon a mock? Why did I have to make a crown of thorns and ram it into his head? Why, why, why the suffering? 
Jesus said the Son of Man must suffer. Because on the last night, remember at, at communion, at the, at the last supper, he took the wine. And he's speaking to disciples who are familiar with wine. They weren't Baptists. Had to be a little bit naughty. They weren't assemblies of God. Okay, they were. Just to be fair. And he took the wine. And he says, this wine is my blood. This wine is my blood of the new covenant. If a wine is more potent because of the suffering of the grape, no wonder Yeshua ben Elohim had to suffer. Because here it says that his blood speaks of greater things than Abel's blood. Abel suffered injustice. Jesus suffered the greatest injustice. So what happens is the Bible says that Satan stands before God. And he accuses you before God day and night, just like he did with Job. And he accuses and he says, God, you can't bless Jurgen. He flipped someone off. Well, I didn't. I wanted to. But he, you know, he lost his cool on the freeway. He, he said a bad word. He thought a bad thought. You can't bless him. He didn't do this and he did do that. And he should have done this. And, he, and, 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 and Satan accuses before God day and night. But the Bible says that Jesus' blood speaks it carries a frequency the frequency the reason that Jesus had to suffer was so that his frequency would be remember how we, we did the thing in the beginning where everybody heard and then some heard and then only a few there's a frequency in heaven that God hears that God cannot unhear and it drowns out Lucifer it drowns out the accuser it drowns him out and it is replaced by the frequency of the blood of Jesus that says, Father, Abel said that injustice and wickedness has entered the earth. But I say, Father, that justice has now come, that their sin is atoned, their forgiveness has flowed because I have given my blood to atone for their crimes, to atone for their transgressions. God does not hear Lucifer. He doesn't hear Satan's accusations when you've received Jesus Christ because the blood of Jesus speaks of greater things than Abel's. It is in heaven. Come on, somebody. Just give God a great thank you and a great, great hand of praise, a great hand of praise. Come on. Why don't you stand to your feet? Let me pray a blessing over you. In just a moment, we're going to open up the altar and I'm going to have the, the ministry team come forward. The worship team, I'm going to get them to sing one, one kind of last chorus, last stanza. And, and I want you to, to sing along and engage along. There's a frequency. Heaven has the most high frequency. When you engage in that frequency, that's where miracles happen. That's where barren wombs become, all of a sudden become fruitful. That's, 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 that's where arthritis begins to have no, that's where asthma, that's where cancers and tumors disappear. In the earth, don't let, don't let Satan pull you down to the all things are woeful, all things are hopeless. I have no hope. I have no future. I'm no, don't, don't let the devil pull you down to his frequency. His frequency is a frequency of death. It's a frequency that kills faith. It's a frequency of hopelessness. Jesus came down from the mountain and they brought a, a child that had a demon and the disciples couldn't cast it out. And Jesus said, oh, faithless and perverse generation, you're tuned into the wrong frequency. You're on the wrong station. You've tuned into faithless and perversion. Get out of that station. 
Come into all things are possible. Come into holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Come into hallowed be thy name. Because when you come into hallowed be thy name, what's next? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. It is not God's will that someone remains demonized. It's not God's will for you to die of cancer. It's not God's will for you to languish in poverty. It's God's will for you to be healed. It's God's will for you to be delivered. It's God's will for you to flourish. But you've got to come into alignment with holy, holy, holy. Come on, lift your hands high to heaven. Say these words. Say, Heavenly Father, today I declare holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is filled with His glory. Today, Heavenly Father, I come into alignment with Your frequency. Release blessing and favor. I worship You in Jesus' name. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.